Hi everybody, Al here, just popping in before we get started on the next episode for a special shout out to Lindsay Fletcher for entering our Toon Gun competition. Uh, he came up with his own BTU connection that, quite frankly, was far better than anything we came up with. Uh, Lindsay suggested that while whizzing through the circuits of time, Bill and Ted land in Toontown and therefore give us become Toons themselves and give us the whole animated 1990 series of Bill and Ted. It's great stuff, Lindsay. We love it. So simple. I think it's irrefutable. Uh, let that be a lesson to everyone else. Get involved. Leave a post. Give us your own BTEU connection. And you can win stuff. That's what we're doing now, because we're massive, apparently. Uh, anyway, be excellent to your ears, and potty on, dudes. <laughs> Greetings, my excellent friends, and welcome back to the San Dimas School of Film podcast. Please join us on our most excellent adventure through time as we discuss all genres of film. My name is Tim. With me in the booth today is Al Brad Angels. How are we? Terrific. Lo-fi. Lo-fi and loving it. Lo-fi and loving it. Look, before I get on to what film we're doing today, it's important that we introduce our special guest we've been meaning to get her on for I reckon probably about 18 months when you say Al maybe I don't know like yeah at least there's been conversations going back to (laughs) anyway not just forgetting all that she's here we're so happy she's here we've got Chris Jansen from the Sun Theatre I think you're the general manager down there you're running the show oh I do something I do a lot of (laughs) I do stuff you know Anyway, it, big friend you know. of the show, yeah. big friend of the show, the Sun Theatre. So Love. we're really very happy to have you, Chris. So how you been? It's been real. I'd mm. rather be in the Sun Theatre more than I have been, but you know, yeah, life. Yeah. So would we. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know, speaking of all the industries that have been fully affected by COVID, obviously, you know, cinema is one of the big ones. And yeah, you guys. Have been, yeah, unfortunately, you've had to really adapt, haven't you? Yeah, I'm not sure there's much we can do a lot of the time. Mm. Um, and every lockdown makes it harder for us. It's like we have to start again after every single lockdown. Mm. And, of course, the product keeps getting moved or sent to streaming or, you know, so we're, you know, it's it's tough. But we're mm. still there, hopefully, when everyone gets out of this. So I'm, I'm buying as many chock tops as I can. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. My waist doesn't love me, but <laughs> the sun does, so that's okay. He's not, he's not buying me any, which is a bit of a shame, and you're outside my 5K, so I just, yeah. I can't get him up there. I mean, I drive, and then I hit my 5K, and I'm like, oh, I better just eat it. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah. If you're eating uh, two times the Choc Tops, I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm happy with so that. is Chrissa. <laughs> More than happy. <laughs> I did... I did manage to sneak in in between our last lockdowns because I was like, I saw oh, a post. In? You're not paying ticket price, dude. What no, no, no. I got. <laughs> I managed to get to the sun because I saw a post come up saying that you guys were going to play Masters of the Universe, and I'm like, oh. that is such a ballsy move on your part that I have to go. I know the film is terrible, and I have to go and support. And it was terrible, and I had the best time. Yeah. <laughs> 
is it? Oh, that's amazing. Good. I am so good loving journey. programming. I I get to do the retro programming. Awesome. So if there if there is something that you want to watch, let me know. Careful. Is there something <laughs> we would want to watch, fellas? I can't. Mm. Look, I can't think Look, of anything. It was around right the now. late '80s. There's something. There's something there. Jules has edited a revolver. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> that no one else has ever seen. Other than us. We, we want to help the sun here. We don't oh, want to disadvantage the Yeah, they're already disadvantaged enough at the moment. <laughs> anyway, look, let's uh, let's move on. So, Chrissy, you're sending us back to the grand old year of 1984 to watch. What could be peak bacon, potentially? I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about Kevin Bacon. So let's just... Crispy Bacon. We can we can, we can can uh, discuss it. Anyway, we're going to be watching Footloose today, which I know that for me and Jules, this is the first time. So anything oh. could happen. I know. I'm I sorry. Know, know. I'm sorry. They're so uncultured, these guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're terrible. Oh, we're really bad. Get out of it. <laughs> get out of it. <laughs> um, look, before we get started, it's important here at the San Diego School of Film that we acknowledge and pay our gratitude to our first rituals, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, of the traditional custodians of the lands we are recording on. Uh, hit that booth, Jules. Gentlemen. We're history. All right, 1984. We've definitely been here before. We're only just here for Karate Kid. We're only just here. So therefore, Brad, it's time to do history with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. History with Brad. He looks no, excited for this segment. <laughs> I know. Jesus. Wake um, up the whole house. Calm down. Oh, cool. Um, Footloose, rated PG, 147 minutes in 1.85 to 1. Woo. What do you reckon this cost to make? Mm. Eight bucks. <laughs> Bit more, but you got the eight right. Um, eight so million. this cost eight mil. 18 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, How much? How much do you say? Eight mil. Eight million for this. Which I reckon a fair bit of that was spent on the soundtrack. Um, yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, killer soundtrack. Um, grossed uh, in the first year eighty million, um, and I reckon it's probably grossed another eight hundred million for every year after. Just that. from you watching it, Brad. Just from me watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not so even in including Chris's noticed. numbers. Yeah, in case you hadn't noticed, <laughs> I love this film. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, do you have a do you have a story that for this film, like from when you first watched it or anything like that? Like, why did you pick it? Basically, I have got a, quite a few stories from this film. Excellent. Uh, so, 1984, the Forum. So, when the Ooh. Forum was in cinema, Ooh. yeah, uh, probably none of you were born then. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Most <laughs> half of us were born then. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, Hang on, what month are we talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking late '84. I'm, I'm there. Sure. Um, I was, I was eight. A, I was a teenager. Kevin Bacon. I just fell in love with instantly. This film. Oh, there, clearly, there yeah. was something. I don't know. I, it just got me, and I've loved it ever since. And then more recently, I have, which I did send to L today or yesterday. <laughs> 
Can I put um, it in? I'll put it in. Okay. You can put this in. On my, um, I don't want to age myself, but on my 40th birthday, I had a secret squirrel cinema screening at the Sun Theatre with all my buddies. And I didn't tell them what film I was going to play because probably no one would have turned up, but I played Footloose. <laughs> and someone organised, someone knew someone who knew someone who knew Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point? Doesn't everyone know someone that knows someone that knows Correct. Kevin Bacon? <laughs> six, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. That's the game, we right? Like, we were only like three degrees from Kevin Bacon. And so I went into the cinema with all my friends and then as a surprise to me, there was this Kevin Bacon message to me for my birthday. So Wow. You're officially the coolest person I know. That's awesome. <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. Holy crap. Al, you can... Insert I'll put it in. Okay. Yeah. Now, it's very cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's unreal. That's so it's yeah. quite a history. Cool. Quite yeah, a history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so Tim, Jules, you haven't seen it. Uh, Brad, do you want to tell you tell that story? Or I'm just trying to get it around, mate. So you'd seen it, hadn't you? I, I had seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there was a night uh, when I used to live in my very debaucherous house in South Yarra where we had a nice little quiet night. It was a very nice little family night and an Alan Nard popped around and we got some Thai and it was all very nice and lovely. And it's like, let's watch a movie. And it's like, and it, we just sort of got on and went through some films and it's like Footloose. And, and Nard's like, oh, I've never seen Footloose. And I was like, okay, well, we're watching Footloose. So we watched that. But the, the best part of this film was that like, I'm like, mm, I don't know, maybe Nard won't like this. Loved it, which was great. And it's like, Okay, well, let's watch basically, of course, the next What's bit next? rolls yeah. on to that. And let's watch Dirty Dancing. And Elle's like, oh, yeah. I've never seen Dirty Dancing. And I'm like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so we did, we did a Footloose uh, Dirty Dancing doubleheader in the house, and it was great. Elle was, like, jumping around the lounge room at the end of uh, Dirty Dancing. Nard, Nard was, like, tapping her feet at the end of, like, Footloose. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is and great. Me- <laughs> and because not we we do these double movie nights fairly regularly, and, yeah, and they were not <laughs> you know particularly girlfriend friendly at the time. They were just like you know loud actiony ridiculous. Bill and Ted every week. We'd wasn't sit it? and have we'd yeah. sit and drink beers and and raucous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then one night my partner was like, "Oh, I'll come along." I'm like, "Great, sure." And we yeah we did this double and it was amazing. It was, like, it was lovely. It's my my ultimate night ever. It was pretty close to ours, so it was stunning. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. I, I got to uh, I got to take um, take both of them on their first both journey. On journey. Both those films. It was it was good. It was a very successful night. A journey. Yeah, that's an interesting choice of words there. A journey. Oh, Wait, Jules. This, we're we're, we're going to be become not friends at the end of this. I can yeah, this is, this is dangerous. <laughs> Mate, this was one of the most dull movies I've ever watched. Right? Oh. <laughs> to the point where I looked, I, I, I grabbed my mouse and I'm like, Hey, look at that. I can totally mute. Oh. <laughs> Did you just mute him? Yep. <laughs> Come back. Come back. Hang on. Hang on. There I we had go, to unmute back. myself. <laughs> the host can't. Anyway, yeah. so literally, well. right, the last 40, 50 minutes of this film, I watched, I set the, the 
player to play at one and a half times faster. <laughs> so I watched it <laughs> because I was so keen to get to the end of this film. <laughs> I was just like, man, I just don't, I don't understand it. It's not that I like, I've never really, whoa, I've never really wanted to watch this film. It's never a film that's really stood out for me and been like, oh, let's, you know, I'm going to watch Footloose. Like, like I knew it was a dancing film. I knew it had Kevin Cheese and Bacon Balls and, and I'm just like, ah, oh, just, I watched it and I'm like, I don't understand what the appeal is. Like, what's the interesting part of this movie? Because, man, f- for me, it just dragged. And I, don't get me wrong, I can watch some films that are absolute slow, <laughs> slow. Yeah, we know. You've, you've requested it. We're aware of your <laughs> But I don't understand. Why is this film so popular? Like, sell it to me. I don't get it. Because it's a, it's a, okay, from another first timer, here we go. It's a oppressed community that's coming to life through dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think the community, I think the high, a couple of high school kids are coming to life. I don't know if the community, the community is pretty on board with, you know, their Nazi regime of burning books and, you know, it's Are they by the end of it though? Mm. Well, they Coming are, yeah. The, the only people that have changed are the kids and, well, the preacher at least. The preacher's changed. I suppose him being a big voice of the community, maybe maybe that'll filter uh, down. We'll, but... we'll get Go. on to Reverend. Go, Chrissa. I can yeah. see many scrunched up yeah. faces. Go. <laughs> I just like, even if all you take from it is that you can walk into a party and go, hey, hey, what's this I see? <laughs> oh, this is a party. Let's dance. <laughs> walk into a party using that line. Jules, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, Jules, maybe, come on. maybe. Yeah. I nah, think nah. part of the yeah. part of the fun for me is that it's so serious. Like this whole thing is like, ooh, but it's dancing. It's like it's kind of silly. And Not only is it dancing, Al, it's leaping. And leaping, and <laughs> leaping, leaping and dancing. Leaping and dancing. Leaping and dancing. That's a byproduct of the 80s being so goofy, though, right? Like, it's, it's so, so goofy. It's awkward, yeah. Like, the dancing is goofy as, mm-hmm. and just, and, like, I think it was, like, it was, it really came to light when Ren, who, by the way, it took me, like, half an hour to figure out his name was Ren, I thought it was yeah, Brandon right? for ages, but everyone was mumbling his name. It was like, hey, bro. What's going on, bro? Well, it is a- <laughs> like, what's his name? <laughs> um, but, yeah, when he did his, like, little aggressive frustration dance. Um, oh, so, oh, how good was that so dance? So good. It's amazing. Like, it so- made me want to go to, like, the shipping, the train shunting yards and bloody cut loose in amongst the and- <laughs> Like, Flight of the Concords do an absolutely brilliant rip of that. Yeah. In oh, one really? of their episodes. Yeah. Like it's, it it's Jermaine and it's perfect. Oh, of course it's Jermaine. <laughs> and Kim, if you ever do do that, can you call me and I'm going to come and film it? Yeah, me too. There's always need... someone watching in Brandon. Yeah, you need to turn up like Ariel does, you know, just weirdly turn up. Yes. Yeah. I swear, man, oh, she's a serial killer, that chick. She's a psychopath. <laughs> What is wrong with her? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you know what? Like, I understand I thought the she same. wants to break free, <laughs> but she is flat chat. She's dead set on her way to being a serial killer. Like she has graffiti inside of the train with all these lyrics. 
like all over the inside of this train, like every inch of this train. I think she wrote it, or I don't know if the community kids. I thought it was her. I, I thought it, she said it was her. She's like writing summer. on the walls. She's standing in front of trains to the point she's like doing this crazy stunt at the start of the movie. I'm like, okay, she's going to murder someone soon. Flat chat. She's going to kill <laughs> someone soon. Goes to church and says she's not a virgin. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In front of a dad. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. See, Jules, how do you not like it? It's got, it's got crazy stunts. It's got tractor races. It's got what? confronting conversation. Very topical. It's the got drama. Race. It's, got, it's got dancing. It's got dancing. There are three things I like. That's it. That's it. enough. <laughs> it, there's not even that much dancing in it. Dancing. <laughs> well, that's because they're not allowed to dance, Jules. That's the yeah. point of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie so about oppression, time. man. About Talking oppression. about dreary shit. Oh, so <laughs> what's, with the, what's with the tractor race? Oh, no, this the chicken. Like, it's the slowest, like, game of chicken in the world. But then they've got, like, this like this awesome song. I, I, I love that song. Oh, it's um, Holding uh, Out for a Hero. Yeah, yeah. Holding Out for a Hero. By that song Tyler, right? is perfect in every oh, film it's ever been yeah. in. And it That's should be in a thousand it. more films. Yep, that well, Shrek. <laughs> short Circuit 2. Because, like, yep. Short Circuit 2, definitely, right? But it's like, it's this fast paced upbeat song. And then there's this <laughs> wide shot of the two tractors going at each other. And they're like crawling. And I'm like, oh, dude. Like, what I, is this? I, <laughs> they needed it because they got the whole song in by the time they got it. <laughs> <laughs> I did get very uh, logical, Jules, with that. You know, he's like, has anyone ever died doing this? And it's like, oh, one kid once. And I'm like, how does somebody not die every single time? Like, there's no roll cages <laughs> yeah. on those tractors. Uh, the, cost, the cost of tractors, like, rolling every time would be incredible. Like, how is yeah. this still going? How is this a thing that they do in this little town? They're killing yeah. a lot. Yeah. A Poor lot tractors. of dogs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, people so, uh, look, i love this because it's um it's like you know it's a story about someone that's coming into a town of oppression and then from the outside looking in and and is the obviously the one that everyone's worried about so he's basically the jesus character big call yeah. i know um <laughs> but, nah, not at all <laughs> so but he's coming and he's just trying to just open people's eyes to the fact that maybe they're being a little bit silly about the whole thing and then they're just doing more and more oppression but the thing that I, I really like about this and i probably noticed a little bit more this time is that the reverend is definitely not the bad character so ren's yeah, not the bad character reverend's definitely not the bad character like i've kind of noticed it before but i took a lot more notice of it this time and i worked out that and there's all the scenes where there's there's lots of bits and pieces where where the community wants to do something and he actually is very passionate about them not doing it because he's trying to get it's like no what you're doing is wrong and everything even though he has made a lot of the decisions about what goes on in this town but then i thought about it and a lot of his decisions are basically you know post-traumatic stress about what happened to him losing his Mm -hmm. son so a lot Mm -hmm. of those decisions are made through emotion and and basically the fact that he probably hasn't had any counselling because he's the highest of the counsellor guys in that town. Yeah. So who does he go and speak to? Mm. So a lot of these decisions were made through being under massive stress and duress and, and a huge probably amount of depression, not actually mm. for any other reason. And he's trying to save the future generation by cancelling out all this stuff. And so, mm. but in the end, I think he kind of realises that, well, 
when I, we did this, like we were allowed to go and do this and nothing happened to us. And it was that one time and very unfortunate mm. time that it was his son that died. And he ends up there like, you know, there's that great, that's, although we don't know much about it, but that scene where Ren and him are sitting together and they've actually just talked it out. And Ren even says a couple of times, it's like, my beef isn't with him. Mm. It's like, I'm, I've got no issues with your dad at all. It's like people keep mm. trying to turn it into that. This is not what this is about. Um, so, I'm, yeah, this, I, I took a lot more notice of that this time. It's a bit more, it's very deep. Oh, Brad, <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Thank you for that. <laughs> he, he does that occasionally, Brad. Yeah. Yeah. Very occasionally. He has his moments. It's, it's worth it. It's very rare. Yeah. Animal. But no, I totally agree. Like, I, I was watching that, the dad heaps more this time. And like, the way he commands the town, obviously with his sermons and, but like the scene that really jumped at me this time was when he's telling the same story over and over to like four different groups of people, but it's the same story. He's like, yep. he just has this command of the town. And then right he's at the politician. end, yeah, right at the end, he's like, mm. have some cake, you know, like you may now eat kind of thing. Mm. But there's also the really good scene though, where, um, He's been practicing everything and, and um, oh, what's his daughter's name again? Ariel. Uh, Ariel comes in and she says, oh, you know, it's all showbiz, isn't it? He's like, basically like, well, yeah, it kind of is. But, you know, this is how I portray this, all this sort of stuff. And then there's that scene where he's just standing there and he's like, all his showbiz has gone out the window and he's actually emotionally distressed standing in front of the town about, well, shit's got out of hand and look what's happening and look look what, you know, you people are, are taking, you know, it's all the, what is it, the golden cow thing, you know, from the from the Bible thing where the, the people have gone mad and they've gone out of control by trying to get too much control. It's like the, the absolute power thing. And he's mm. sitting there really distressed in front of everyone. It's not that animated reverend that he usually is of like, you know, all the fire and brimstone and the theatrical thing. He's literally just mm. standing there with this massive look of shock and, and disappointment on his face. And it was, yeah, as I said, these are the things I noticed much more about this film this time than well, this, just, the, actually just really, the fun dancing part in Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really <laughs> kind of sums up the, um, I don't know, you know being a, a metalhead, you kind of learn about uh, music back in the day and about the satanic panic that was kind of going through America at the time. Like, you know, like that era of like, you know, these communities, these rural communities just thinking that, you know, the devil worshippers are out there and, you know, like, so they, they really tried to knuckle down on heavy metal bands, especially, but like, you know, this, I think that's one thing this movie did really well was kind of show that, that paranoia uh, in these, in these communities um, to try and stop, you know, negative influential music and things like that. Um yeah, that, it's it's it, well. I was watching it. Actually, reminded me of a couple of documentaries about murders that I'd watched. But um, but and I was just like, oh yeah. Sorry, who's the serial like killer it. here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just casually watching some docos about murders. You know, whatever. No, it's really interesting. But I was, it was funny because I was watching those documentaries and the way those towns were and how the people were. And then I was like, oh wow, this is like the same town, and these people like the same way. And I'm like, that there was. To, you know, than what these people in in this documentary was, and I don't think it was the same time period. I honestly don't know. I can't remember. But I don't think a lot. I was just like, I think you go to a lot of you know Bible Belt Midwestern towns in the states, and yeah, not a lot has changed. Yeah, no, okay, I've got absolutely. Okay, I grew up um, 
my parents were Baptists. Okay, so this may be like saying a bit about, you know, why I love the film and stuff. So I went to Sunday school mm, and the plot when I was, you know, early teens at Sunday school, they put on a record, vinyl, and they played it backwards and they said, can you hear this? This oh, said, no. yeah, no, seriously. And they said, this says, give your heart to Satan. And they're playing a record backwards and I'm like, that is bullshit. It just sounds like you're <laughs> that's, that's a gobbledygook. <laughs> that's when I stopped going to Sunday school and when I said to my parents, I will not be going back there. But this is a thing. This was suburban Melbourne in the 80s, you know. And we didn't even have to go to the Midwest of America. This was mm-hmm. happening, you know, these people believe this shit. All the, am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Absolutely I, not. so i think maybe this film kind of resonated a little bit because i did grow up a little bit with that absolutely okay sounds like you're red (laughs) (laughs) or ariel no maybe no not ariel (laughs) but you know like i i could identify with these people that um you know they believe this stuff. They fully believe it. They think that yeah. this is a thing, you know, that music is evil. There's a lot of still I think I was a bit the same, yeah. Like I was, I was same deal here all the way up into my teens, very much heavily immersed in the uh, Christian church, you know, because you know, influenced by mum and all that. And funnily enough, she's a Buddhist now, but um, <laughs> that's another story. But like, yeah, same deal. Like some of the some of the things that I would hear and I'd be like, I'm like, dude, you're saying that? Like, not to turn this into a, a, um, you know, religious bashing episode or anything like that. It's not like that at all. But I think a lot of what I saw, and I guess, yeah, like same with a lot of what was in this movie, you know, I guess from an outsider's perspective, it's like, dude, are you serious? You know, like, are you questioning that? So what was the, um, what was the the track that they played backwards? Okay. (laughs) They played. They played "Stairway to Heaven." Of course they did. Of course they did, and I think uh, and and a Queen song, which I can't remember which one it was, but one of them they definitely said this is saying "Give your heart to Satan." I can't remember which one of those it was. Um, How but interesting yeah. that they, they chose a Queen song. Is this mm. week's homework, everybody? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Find the track. Because it was like, um, if, I was thinking if it was like, you know, Locomotion by Kylie Minogue or something, then they probably did say that. Uh. <laughs> it says that forwards, actually. You just got to listen to it. Just play the song. Yeah. All the, the um, news stories and stuff about, you know, how Judas Priest was being taken to court because of the, you know, the suicides and blah, blah, blah. And they were blaming Judas Priest on on the fact that these kids had committed suicide. And it's like, well, I don't think it's got anything to do with Judas Priest. It's probably got a hell of a lot to do with their parents, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. I oh, one thing. Like, you listen to Judas Priest now and you sit there and you go, this is so normal and just... Yeah. Very non-offensive at all. Well, Judas Priest are pretty goofy. Like, have you very much? Yeah. Like they're they're yeah. very like you listen to some of their songs like breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's, <laughs> it's not scary or anything at all. Mm-hmm. And also, oh, they man. also don't fit like the visually. They don't fit the um you know that whole metal thing either because they're all suits and short hair and like you know schoolboy haircuts and yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're very different to the rest of the metal guys, especially yeah. in that early. 
that early he- well, early heavy metal stuff anyway of like you know mm. um, of Aussie and all that sort of stuff. But there was uh. film, the music, the sound. You've got to admit the soundtrack of this, like it's it awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's really so good. good. There's a couple. It's, of it's funny that like <laughs> pretty much pretty much every song is. Exactly. Like this is the movie that Trey Parker and Matt Stone watched for all their South Park songs. Because it's just like, yeah. like I reckon every song was pretty much just like, oh, you got to do your best. You're not fitting in. Oh, yeah, you got to do what you can. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stop dancing and change everyone's minds and you will be the best at school. You know, like it's that. I mean, that, that holding out for a hero is the Prime example, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm a hero. It's like he's it's right. the actor. It's like, oh, it's a great song, but it's just. <laughs> oh. Hey, I just, I just wanted to point out, right? That you know when the Reverend goes to, I think they, it's when um, Ariel and a bunch of friends they go to this cafe. I think it's called the Hip Spot, and they're like playing the tape recorder and they're all yeah. dancing, <laughs> and then the music stops, right? And then you see the Reverend, and like he sees his daughter, and. And then he just walks away. That is the definition of I'm not angry. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm just disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> like 100%. Absolutely. No one was felt a bit sad. I was like, oh, dude, like, that's rough. <laughs> like, oh, man. I was really amazed. Good. Sorry, okay, bro. Okay. I was amazed at the power of that stereo that it reached every, mm-hmm. absolute mm. every corner of that yeah. takeaway joint. The guy in the kitchen was like, yeah, music. Mm-hmm. Even the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Into the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was good. That's the power of music, bro. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to that cafe so that I can dance. Yeah. Like, seriously. Is there a, is there a locations tour you can do of, of this film, Chris? Like, well, I, I certainly hope so. <laughs> I was going to say, I highly doubt it, but if there is. There's not that many locations. There's like church, train yard, field. Oh, the warehouse. Surely the warehouse field is there. Warehouse. <laughs> yeah. Go to any random field, flat, find somewhere really flat. Oh, wait, no, there was beautiful mountains in the background. Before. Yeah. Where is Yeah, where, is, where are they? I mean, I, I want to say Colorado, the one character but that's just a... in this that is kind of a little bit underestimated is the guy that runs the warehouse thing. Yeah, what are you, totally. He, seriously, he's great. Mm. He's very um, supportive, but also um, he's he's good because he keeps basically challenging Ren to um, to think about what he's doing, and 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 he gives him very like open ended questions of like it's almost like the the Zen master thing from the comment from. Um, um, Charlie Wilson's war. It's like we'll see. He gives him those sort of open-ended questions. Yeah. It's like, well, are you doing the right thing? You know, is this what you want to be doing? Um, and and I think he, yeah, he's a great character. I love him. Mm-hmm. I love, he's smart too. So smart. So smart. <laughs> um, Tim- Timothy Scott. Got it. My oh. favorite character is their their really strong mate. Willard. Oh, no, the other bloke. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the big guy just basically, he's just hired muscle, just comes in all the time and just basically beats the shit out of people. Was that Woody? <laughs> you Woody. Yeah. yeah. The, one Woody like Superman, the one that looks like Clark Kent. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ooh, good shared universe. Maybe he was Clark well, Kent. Well, he's uh, second appearance by him for us. Ooh, oh, really? really? He was one of the uh, FBI agents in The Rock. He was in the. Oh. War. No. Well played. He was the 
one tablespoon of this shit. Who's that guy? Get out of town. Yep, that's Get, it. Holy Get right out of town. Tim yeah, gets the merit badge that? this week. I think he's like the Navy guy, isn't he? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe man, Navy, wow. yeah. Sorry, maybe Navy, yeah. No, no, no. It's like, that's, wow, how about that? Speaking of Willard, the probably the best montage I've ever seen is him learning to dance. <laughs> the dance, how good is it? <laughs> the, I tell you what, when that came on, I'm like, this is just, this is comfort. Like, I feel like I should be sitting there with a cup of tea and watching that. Like, I was just, <laughs> mm. I was so proud of him by the end. I'm like, yeah, Willard. <laughs> But he's still kind of shit at the end. Yeah, he is. Yeah, brilliant. But he's got the confidence. He's got the confidence, Al. Exactly right. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I love Chris Penn, and it's so sad that he's no longer with us because this was a great role, and, you know, he could have been so good, you know. Yeah. My only other Chris Penn knowledge is Reservoir Dogs, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have much outside that, but. He's just going to decide. Yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah Chris, you, you texted me some questions last night about today and I'm like, I can't talk. I'm busy. And I was literally in the middle of that scene. <laughs> I was like, I'm, ooh, I'm on the couch. It's late. And I'm like, yeah, go Will it. <laughs> has anyone watched the episode of Will and Grace that Kevin Bacon is in? Okay, no. by the faces, that's an okay. <laughs> Crickets. Kevin Bacon, like this was his probably, you know, he's been great and he's been consistent throughout the years, but it's probably one of his better known roles. Mm. But he also oh, absolutely like he he says that whenever he's at a party, people try and play footloose, and he's just like, I will not be dancing. You know, like it's his yeah. you know, I am done with footloose. You know, that was a yeah. long time. However, there's this episode of Will and Grace where he plays himself, he's playing Kevin Bacon, and he's in his apartment and he all he has to do is clap and the footloose music comes on and then he starts the dance. It is, <laughs> it is gold. It is gold. You need to Google it and watch. It's so just fun. Googling it right now. <laughs> I, saw him, uh, I saw him redo it on uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good too. It was yeah. like his entrance. You know, as I like, bring out our next guest right. and it was this whole lead up of him like dancing down the corridors with people behind him. And Yeah, I remember that. I, yeah. I, it's weird though that a lot of these actors, like this is obviously what made him into mm. the thing he was and this is what he's known for. Embrace it. This is what made you all the millions of dollars and, and paid for your house that you've got. Yeah, sort of he's done like, a lot of good stuff since then, though. Like, yeah. you know, I've, I would find that challenging to be like, yeah, I know I did that one. But you got to remember, for like, for an actor, it's like a couple of months work and then mm. you move on. Like, most of them can't remember the interview that they have to do with Chrisa at some point, publicising <laughs> the film. Like, you know. <laughs> And we don't know, like, you just don't know what it's like to have people just constantly at you about that one thing. But yeah. All, yeah. Like, all the time, whenever you step out in public, that's all you hear. Like, yeah, but it all kind of things that the more you say you're not going to do it, the more people want you to. So if you just do it a whole yeah. time, so people are going to get, they're not going to worry about it anymore. Yeah, but then they start ragging on you because that's all you do. Now you're a one trick pony. Mm. Like, you can't win. No, that was like Kurt, Kurt Cobain was like that. He used to hate playing. Um, yeah, it smells like, like teen, teen spirit. spirit. He hated it, you know, like because that's all people wanted to hear. 
I would want to hear him play that. Yeah, uh, it's you know, like <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah, for me, Kevin, Kevin Bacon, the movie, my Kevin Bacon movie is um, Stir of Echoes. That's my favorite. Uh, oh, I thought you, I thought you were going to say Hollow Man. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> so, he's he's uh, a really decent actor. I mean, I am by, I am biased. I get it. Um, but. Oh, now I'm just going to sound like shit because I just love him and I just... <laughs> all right. No, you know what? I thought he was really good in this. Mm. He was just, good. He, he, like he'd done like what, Friday the 13th and yeah. um, Animal House. He was in Animal House. That's right. Um, he hadn't was done he? else. Yeah, he was one of the... Breakout role. And oh, he's he was too, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. was his like lead. Yeah, his first yeah. lead, yeah. And apparently, like, Tom Cruise had been offered the role. Yeah, I heard that. Rob Lowe had been offered the role. And yeah, see, Rob Lowe would have been good, I reckon. Yeah, I would have liked Rob Lowe but, in it, I reckon. And Christopher Atkins had the role and got drunk or something and then got kicked off it. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he was a little bit down the, the line. Down the chain. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. How history would have been different, especially with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that would have been horrendous, wouldn't it? Well, who knows? It's it funny because I can actually kind of picture him doing it, to be honest. Like, I can, yeah. like I could picture it. I could see Rob. Actually, really, I really struggled to constantly not see a 40-year-old dude looking at Kevin Bacon, like, because I know him as, you know, my, yeah. I never watched Footloose. You know, my first viewing was last night at times <laughs> 1.5 speed. Oh, and- what? <laughs> Well, no, 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 for, for just for the last 40 minutes or so. <laughs> but and don't get me wrong, I watched it and I paid attention to it. I was, I was just watching it faster than normal. Um, but, yeah, so I constantly struggled watching Kevin Bacon. I really struggled not to see him as the, you know, 30-slash-40-year-old actor that I'd been introduced to him, you know, like in, in previous movies, you know. So it was, was kind of weird. I struggled not to see it. The other thing with this is, that even though it's said high school, he se- he seems very mature for yeah his age. Like he's very centered compared to the rest of them. Yeah, is he from? Oh, is he from? He's from California. Chicago. Rest of yeah, them are Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. No, I was just saying he's from Chicago. The rest of them are small town. That would be hectic. Mm. You know, mm. I go to that small town and trying to get on that same wavelength as those people like you can see how pained he is to understand what the hell these people are thinking like what the fuck you don't dance like seriously yeah 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 when you're like teenager that's all you know you just go out and you party and yeah like it would seem completely weird i was just i was just looking to because the the interesting one of the people that passed this up was for me was rob Lowe. so i was looking at what else he was doing at the time so this would have sat maybe not in his genre at the time because he would have he would have just come out of doing The Outsiders and mm. would have been just starting to do St. Elmo's Fire. So oh, to okay. Footloose into that, into the, the person that they were trying to mould Rob Lowe into, maybe this wouldn't have fitted into yeah, that, sure. where he wanted to be. So mm. just, yeah, he did a movie in 1984 called Go-Go's. Rob it, did. Rush. it did yep. not go go. 
It, 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 it went, went. I knew everybody. <laughs> and I have never heard of Go-Go's. another one called Oxford <laughs> Blues Hotel. New I, know Ox- I know Oxford Blues. Okay. Um, <laughs> we are a school, Chris. We, we, it's good that we all learn something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just very interested in why he would have turned this down. But maybe it was also made, there was a possibility that maybe it wasn't meant to be as big as what it was. I don't know. It seems to have got some pretty yeah. good, like, if you're going to pull the strings of teenage, like, pull some teenage heartstrings, male or female, especially in 1984, this seems to be ticking a lot of boxes. Mm. I really enjoyed um, the relationship he had with his mum, um, particularly. Mm. Com- the mum from Gremlins. Hello. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 Uh, but particularly coming off recently doing um, The Karate Kid, where it was like mum and teenage son move across the country. Um, you know, it was like that was it was a very different relationship. It was quite a antagonistic relationship that they had, trying to support each other, but like the, I didn't want to move, and you made me move, and why did we do this? Whereas this one seemed a lot more mature. There was a, it was particularly the discussion they had after the brick came through the window. Mm. You know, and she'd lost her. He finds out that she lost her job because of what he's doing. Uh, which you would assume was like a f- big chunk of why they came. I don't know. There were. Do we know why that they moved there? Is his dad well, his sister was there, right? They're... Yeah, but we don't know what happened to. His Obviously, dad. they left and they didn't have enough money or well, something. Mm. I don't know. I'm thinking that his dad might have died because there's that scene when he's talking to the Reverend and the Reverend's holding up a photo. And it's it's the Reverend with his dad, so oh. yeah. Um, you sure? Well, that's what I that's what I, sort I of thought it was. Think I thought it was his son. Son, yeah, I thought it was. No, his I, son. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I think it was. Something I think different. I think Ren says at one stage about you know how he tries to, you know, he thought that it was his fault that his dad that was he left. Like, yeah. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, um. But yeah, that conversation that he has with his mum in in the lounge room there just feels like they're doing it together and there's this really solid mutual level of respect and, you know, like the mum is supporting him the whole time, but he's also supporting his mum and, like, I don't know, it just it felt really good, that conversation. I really, really yeah. liked that this time. That's really, that is a great relationship. And also I'll tell you the, the other mum is Ariel's mum. What a yeah awesome, I mean, Diane Weiss, I think I've never seen a bad performance from her. Yeah. And, like, she's kind of, you know, a, a, um, down in the credits. But she is the powerful one in that relationship. Like, what she says, that that moment in... Um, oh, in the town meeting? Town meeting. Mm. And she says, let him speak. Yeah. You know, that is amazing. And she cuts down that the the really Nazi-esque woman just straight away. She goes to stand up and she's just like, sit yeah. down. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love her. We love her. And, I mean, the fact that it's um, Diane Weiss and John Lithgow, like, mm. they're amazing actors. What a powerhouse couple, yeah. yeah. How good is John Lithgow? He's so good. Yeah. So, except, except... I'm not sure if any of you have actually experienced Pitch Perfect 3. That's his worst <laughs> performance ever. 
No, oh, no, I'm much more I of a Pitch Perfect 5 it. guy myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They made three of those films? They made three. Yeah. Pitch they made five. They made, Brad, they made Brad, there, that was exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Jules told me a funny story about watching number nine the other day. <laughs> yeah, my bloody nephew convinced me to watch the ninth Fast and Furious. It was the worst movie I've ever seen well, up until I watched Footloose, but you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I can kid. We I him again? Can we can we Ah <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. It was, it was fucking atrocious thing. Holy crap. Um <laughs> but, but Jules. Can I, family. It was a family bonding experience. Oi, oi. Pitch perfect three. In pitch three, John Lithgow plays an Australian and no. does, yeah, probably the worst Australian accent that I've ever heard on film. Just saying. Awesome. Okay, pitch perfect three. I'm putting that on the list. Yeah, yeah. it can be when you come back, Chrisa. We'll do that one. No. Um, so was there not enough Australians in Hollywood at the moment? To, to... Seriously, like what the hell? Why did he get John Lithgow to do a terrible Australian accent? When you could have any Australian that is living in LA, like terrible. Most of them needing the cash. Yeah. Yeah. He needed to renovate his kitchen. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) His movie, no one's ever going to watch, so no one's going to (laughs) recognise me for it. (laughs) I tell you, if you ever see one, want to see real good John Lithgow is is, I can't remember what season it is, but he's the season he does in Dexter. And he plays mm. he plays a serial killer, and man, he is creepy as like he is does it, it so well. Is anyone else noticing a theme here? Third, third <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third I'd agree with that. He is yeah, that season is great. He is it's really good. So and here we have third rock from the sun. That's like third rock from the sun is just is he's just freaking awesome in that. Like what's, I love. What's that. the movie where he plays the? Um, I think we've done it. I can't remember. I'm having a mental blank at the moment. Where he plays the. Um, the guy's dad and he's got dementia. Uh, it's the first Planet of the Apes remake. Yes, thank you. I was I was about oh. to mention that. He's yeah, really, he's really good in that. Yeah, yeah. He can be so oh. good. Mm-hmm. He was. I used to love him in Third Rock though. He's like his comedy oh. skills are just next level as well. So good. Yeah. Well, and look, he he does slay it in the Shrek. Franchise as well. <laughs> True. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know? Oh my god. Just going off that, right? I was speaking to a number of people and being like, like, I'm like, you know, he's Shrek, Lord Farquaad, right? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, you know, he's called Lord Farquaad because he's a fuckwad, right? And they're like, get out of town. I didn't realize that. I'm like, how could you not? His name's literally Lord Fuckwad. Like, <laughs> they didn't know. I'm like, what? It was like three or four people asked. None of them knew. What world am I living in? Um, in in more of slightly more of our wheelhouse, he's sensational as the bad guy in Cliffhanger too. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> he's like proper scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we haven't it. done Cliffhanger, have we? No. Oh. Add that to the list, I think you yeah. need to. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's a film you can put on at the sun. We'll come see that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd be on with that. We actually had, we had, um, well, I was actually going to play Footloose this week, which is why, you know, this is so appropriate. And then because we're doing this retro season, so I was going to do Footloose. Then we had The Lost Boys. Then we yes. had Speed. 
Speed. You dropped out, sorry. Oh, uh, speed. Speed. Oh, speed. Um, that would have been awesome. Yeah, seriously, who doesn't want to see speed on the big screen? Oh, oh absolutely. The silence yeah. is I don't, definitely. I don't know who. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell, tell you what, like, during the, during the Moon Festival, when Al and I went to see Apollo 13 on the big screen, and yep. we, I reckon we were like, there weren't many of us in there, but, oh, my God, it was so good. It was just like seeing that movie again on a cinema screen. Yeah, going yep. back to see stuff. I thought the exact same thing when I watched Masters of the Universe. Al, did Ed end up going with you on that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I went with uh, one of our and, listeners, and, Ed. And, and, had it, and he's our secretary. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, Ed hadn't seen it. Yeah. And it. he had a great time. I'm sure he did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good journey. That's yeah. for when sure. When does Ed ever not have a great time, though? Seriously. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> a, sexual, a sexual awakening, as you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, talking actually about Footloose for a tick. Um, <laughs> Just how dull this movie is. We don't even want to talk about the movie. Jules, the- come on. <laughs> I love that there's this there's this really weird like there's a lot of really weird things. Yeah, like yeah. the all the fights. It's there's this like this weird thing where like oh we we love dancing and you know which you you kind of feel that in the 80s could have been like oh you know really sort of toxic masculinity frowned upon. But then there's all this fighting in there as well that Ren's like totally up for, personified by coming out of the dance and doing this like amazing fly kick off the balcony <laughs> into that dude. I'm just like, whoa! Jump. How about Jump. you not die? Jump. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that? Well, you know the, the you know the and then the, the girls are up on the thing going, yeah, kick his ass, yeah, yeah, yeah up, kill him. Up. <laughs> and afterwards, they're like, "Oh my god, you took you fought so good." Oh, yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's, that's weird." That's weird. And actually, speaking of the girls, um, Sarah Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like seriously, Amazing. she did some great stuff. What was the dance movie? Did uh, oh, I'm speaking to boys again? I keep no, forgetting. No, no, you, you're right. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, Brad. Okay. So, do you remember the dance movie with Helen Hunt? Um, oh, God, I'm going to have to Google it. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's an amazing dance movie with Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt, and it's the best thing you'll ever watch. Well, not the best thing you'll ever watch. I've clearly had a couple of watches. second best thing. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, the third, Footloose. Bill and Ted. Footloose being the best thing. Um, but anyway, I'm Googling that while we're chatting. But, um, oh, damn, I can't Google it. Um, anyway, I'll get back to you about that, Brad, because you will love it. All right, I'm just looking now. Um, apparently she was in some show called Sex in the City. Oh, yeah, there, there is that. <laughs> she's actually in Flight of the Navigator as well. Oh, like that's right. Funny. Yeah, she's, she's like at the science labs or something. Yeah. I don't actually know what her role that's is. A, that's a great there. movie, Flight oh, of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. Um, but yeah, so then he so he does this this massive wicked, super wicked fly kick, and they win this fight. They beat like five guys. There's two of them, and they're all covered in stuff and dirt and 
bruises and stuff. And then he goes back inside and he's all like clean and sharp again. And I'm like, oh, that was. <laughs> and then and then my line. That's and then your line. And that's, yeah, he runs back in with your line. Yeah. Exactly. Looking, looking great as well. You want me to give you the line again? Yes, because... please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's this I see? I thought this was a party. Let's dance. <laughs> you will need to embrace that. Because when you walk into a party next time, you're going to totally be thinking of that. Absolutely. If we're ever allowed to walk into a party again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, valid. (laughs) The problem now, Chrissa, is I'll be thinking of you saying that line. (laughs) Not that that's really a big problem. I can have more fun now. (laughs) You'll love it. You will love it. Because we've all been to those parties where people are just like, you know, no one's dancing. You know, we're all here to have a good time. What are you doing, you idiots? You know, let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah. And then. And, and who doesn't want that party where everyone gets a turn of dancing in the middle? <laughs> and then. It's the. Sorry. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> are you the. Jules, are you the willard of that dance circle? Just asking. Uh, Asking probably. for a friend. I think it's very yeah. appropriate you picked Jules out then. That was good. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chris, was it? Was the movie Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yes, totally, totally. Everyone needs to watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Amazing. Yeah. Nah. Who's <laughs> 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 Jules, you won't want to watch that. You thought it was a different probably. movie though, Brad. I did. Pleasantly surprised though. <laughs> um... I am a girl. We sometimes have different things we like to watch than boys. You know, just saying. Yeah. Ah, nonsense. It's all great. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. I'm, def- I'm definitely on board with, you know, what you, I guess some people refer to as you know, chick flicks. But I don't know. There's just something about this particular movie. Like, I, like I'd sit down. I'd watch, yeah, Pitch Perfect, you know, maybe one, two, and maybe even give number three a go. But I don't know. <laughs> I just couldn't get on board with this film. I just don't know where... The, the anchors were. I couldn't understand why it was as popular as it, as it was. You know, and I definitely didn't watch Sicario before this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd watched Roger Rabbit, our previous episode, again. Um, but, you know, it just, yeah, it just, it just didn't grab me like, like a lot of other movies do. I just couldn't get it. The only thing I really, 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 really did like about this movie, there's one shot. It's when Kevin Cheese and Bacon Balls starts his epic dance when he's in the warehouse. And there's this one wicked panning shot where the camera's obviously on a dolly on some rails and Kevin Bacon's up on up on this, like, oh, I don't know, walkway or something. And the camera's following him. It's panning with him as he's doing all these moves. And it's awesome it's such a wicked shot it is it's as soon as i saw that i was like that is such a cool shot it it really did catch my attention but then as soon as that shot left i was like oh well okay we're back to we're back to to (laughs) (laughs) no no look i didn't i didn't hit the old one point time i reckon he's great like that whole thing where he's dancing i love that it couldn't get better except then she gets Mm. when once she arrives at you know, I totally, you know, whatever. Yeah, she, it, yeah. She's a pension seeker. You know, don't stand in front of the fucking train. <laughs> I know. You. 
That's so what a psycho. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was just getting everyone in danger the whole film. Yeah. Just everyone around her. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what we haven't talked about. The absolutely spectacular stunt at the start of the film oh when she God. switches cars. Yeah. Like, Good. you know, say the what you will about the window into the, into uh, Chuck's car was spectacular. Yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah. it's a little... That, that, that got a 9.7 from the Russian judge. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very rare. Very, very oh, rare. Man. It is amazing, but none of us here in this room that we're not in together um, booth. would want to... We wouldn't want to be her friend, though, would we? No. Yeah. She's a bit annoying. Yeah. Now, you want to be friends with Rusty, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, totally. She was cool. She was cool. She And she was a bit smart, you know. Yeah, but oh, then yeah. Jessica Parker. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, cool yeah, one. definitely the cool. Yeah, one. but very yeah. uh, following along with whatever Ariel was doing. Like it was, you know, reporting back on what Ren is. Like you know, he does this on a Monday yeah. and this on a Tuesday. I'm like, mm. she was doing her reconnaissance she, work. Yeah, she's stalker, obsessive psychopath. I swear. <laughs> I was high school Jules. You made me uncomfortable. I was like, oh, man, this, this girl's unhinged. No, nah, I was full of like, oh, my friend likes you. That's what you're yeah, go, go find out some stuff about him. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to use uh, jump back more in today's vernacular. Absolutely. When he was like, no dancing, jump back. I was like, oh, <laughs> Can we not that, that is cool. That is oh, cool. Yeah. Jump back. Yeah. Started out. Oh, I'm on it. It's in. Maybe do it with a with a shoulder dust while you <laughs> jump back. <laughs> oh, jeez. There was a lot of really funny scenes in it that I liked. Too. They were really just cute. So the bit where he picks Ariel up to go to the prom, he's all proud and goes out to his car and he goes to open the door and finds that the door's locked and he has to go right off the other side, <laughs> climb over, unlock it, and he's going, no, no, wait, wait, wait. And he comes back around again, opens the door, then goes to shut it, and then, like, kicks the door shut because it doesn't shut properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Speaking of nice folly, I like his shoes on the... The, the road, like the, the crunching of his shoes going around. It's just nice that that so I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, I'm sure I know you have a Volkswagen history as well. I do, Al. It's true. That is another love of mine that he does have a Volkswagen because I, that was my first car as well. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, so me too. I had a, I had a Beetle. And so I know, I know the my Beetle, like I know the shape of it yep. very well like i know when he's when he's moving around it i yep. it's a real sense memory for me yep, i was I'm... i was very disappointed with the washing method everyone knows you got to wash from the top down and he was <laughs> like spraying around the bottom I'm like get up the top end you're just gonna have to do it again you're gonna waste <laughs> your dollar <laughs> i was amazed that, that thing was so rusty i'm like dude why are you even washing that thing like <laughs> Like you see, there's a shot of it later in the film, like a close-up of like the, the bonnet and kind of panning up towards the windshield. And, man, that thing is in not good condition. Yeah, it's not it's, looking so but great. But it's his freedom. It's his freedom and his pride and joy. Oh, I suppose, yeah, that's a valid point, especially as a high school kid. You know, like, Such a good car. And, yeah. and- <laughs> Let's not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for 1984, to get a minute work reference, that shows how... Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. 
Australian band like that was obviously big enough to get an, a reference in an American film. That was actually yeah. kind of in like a that's specifically like about pop music. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, that's a good point. I did notice that. I was like, well, yeah. Well, they, eighty-four. They probably would have been pretty big in the states at that time. Would have been the start of their big US career. Oh, they would have had yeah. to have been to get a get a mention. You would have thought. Yeah, well, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Jules, Jules, Jules. I don't have a timer, so I don't know if we're kicking on or not. So. We're not. Yeah. We're not angry, not Jules. Assume. We're not angry. Ah. We're just pressing stop on the tape player and walking away. <laughs> no, no, and then saying, uh, your mum thought you might need some cash. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Oh, if there's oh, a bit more, oh, more hurtful words, oh, just no. pure ice oh, venom. Absolutely. Oh, I was here to try and do you a favour and look what you've done to me. Yeah. Oh, man. And it was so that- sad. Mm. <laughs> Uh, well, if we if we are kicking on in time, maybe it's worth just having that discussion about uh, how this fits in. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted, excellent. So, seamless, uh, Tim, seamless. Thank you. Um, so without further ado, it's obviously time for everything as a shared universe. Yeah, Tim. Who's got something? Do you want to just uh, briefly explain this segment, not only for our guests, but for the countless new listeners that we've Yeah, got. look, it's... Don't look, laugh it's at that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. I, I have got friends that I told that I was talking about Full Loose on your podcast and oh. they subscribed in the last day. So you have new oh, nice. listeners. Just oh, well, Tim, there you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, all right. Well, look, the one thing that everyone's going to know is that every film has some form of connection to Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. What that connection Obviously. is, I mean, look, what can yeah. we, 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 might, we might find it, we might not. Look, the pure essence of this segment is to merely try and connect the dots. And, you know, the BTU is vast. We know that. So let's try and... <laughs> Let's try and get it in and see how Footloose fits in with the Bill Text universe. That was a really weird way of explaining it. But anyway. I, I think as our guest, Chris, I should go first. Okay. <laughs> it's been Under the bus. A little bit tenuous, my connection. Okay. So Bill and Ted try and connect with Eddie Van Halen. Correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very like correct. Going. On okay. a daily basis. Do you know yeah. where this is going? So... Eddie Van Halen played in the band Van Halen. When David Lee Roth left, Sammy Hagar was the singer. Sammy Hagar has a song in Footloose. Yes, he does. He does. Oh, wow. And here endeth the lesson. (laughs) (laughs) Let it be known that that is irrefutable. It's the best I could do. That is the uh, best any of us could do. Hey, what are you doing That's the next? Best any of us could do. <laughs> exactly. Do you, to, do you want to be a main part of this? Yeah, we'll just read I don't think we've ever part of this. We've never come up with something as connected as that, to be honest. <laughs> Normally, it's asking if there's a is there a SWAT truck in the scene or something. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, that's magnet worthy, Al. Oh, easily. To be fair, yeah. you were going to get a magnet anyway. Yeah, we have so you're many. A magnet, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
clear some room on your fridge right now because it's coming. It's Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Amazing. Anyone um, else? Anyone? No, that's good enough for us. Move on. I mean, look, it's the. I mean, we have some, but that one was a really good yeah, one. So look, I think we I'm... should move on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get anything. <laughs> Very good, excellent, good work, everybody. Um, that was a team effort. That one, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, what what do we do? What do we do next? We go on to ratings. I think is pretty much. Uh, where can it's where can you find us first? No, no, ratings. Uh, ratings. We do ratings, ratings? first. Really? Um, <laughs> so, Chris, you what? are you you're aware of the Sandim scale? I imagine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So. But Look, what about those, all Chris's friends? Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly oh, right. So for all those and all family those and work just, colleagues. Sorry. Shut up sorry. for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited at the prospect yeah. of new listeners. Look, for all those new listeners playing at home, there's no doubt that you've probably gone through quite a bit of our backlog catalogue already. So that's, you know, you're probably well aware. But if you if you haven't done that yet, because, you know, you're busy, that's fine. Um, basically, the Sandim scale is as such. You basically rate it on a percentage scale against Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure scores 100% on that scale. So you could like it more, you could give it over 100. You could like it less, give it less than 100. You could even give it a Bill and Ted, which is 100. Um, so without further ado, Chris, being the guest, it's you're obliged to go first pretty much with everything that we do. Um, <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a score for us? Look... I think I am fairly biased about Footloose. You know, we did discuss earlier, I have a bit of history with the film. Um, I love Bill and Ted, of course. So I think I have to give it a Bill and Ted. Nice. Nice. I like that. That's the mm. second in a row. We had a Bill and Ted for the last episode as well. Mm. Jules, we should get you out of the way, pal. Come on. All right. Um, Two hey, things. Jules, just remember, we had guests. Okay, we had guests. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, all right. I'll be. I'll be friendly. I'll be friendly. I'll be kind. Um, really love that panning shot, and I really dig the song "Holding Out for a Hero." Um, so for those two reasons, I give it two percent. Oh, oh. <laughs> you dog! I can't, I can't believe that. Yeah. No, can we make it three? Can we make this one? What was that? Sorry. Can we make it three for Kevin Bacon as well? Oh, no, I actually really like Kevin Bacon. All right, give it 3%. Yeah, 3%. Yeah, we, just, <laughs> we just jacked it right up. Yeah, just it just didn't grab me this film. I don't know why. It, it almost might be worth me watching it again to see if it does grab me, but I don't think it will. I, just, I don't understand. Maybe, maybe normal it wasn't in the speed. Oh, <laughs> if you wouldn't yeah, mind. Look, I, I watched the majority of it at normal speed, and then I decided I'm like, I'm going to speed this up here. Or, or we... Speed maybe could help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, it's like a solid 75 for me. I'm like, still Bill and Ted, but this is a great film. This is, it's like I was, I was smiling two seconds in when I saw the first feet dancing. And oh. I'm like, this is going to be good. I'm ready. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, look, I, I'm pretty similar, Elle. I reckon I'm about 70. Um, mainly, yeah, the the teaching to dance montage really boosted it up. The other thing that just kind of gave me a giggle was Ren's strut 
up to the podium at the council meeting, just the way he walked up, like his head was just like, oh, like he just. What Bible? It's brilliant. Sorry. It's quoting the Bible. He's brilliant. Oh, oh I know, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, credit where credit's due. That actually came from Ariel. Did. Which You're that right. was a funny scene. He's gone. Where did you get this from? And she yeah. just looks at him and goes, "Um, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, seventy. I I actually really enjoyed watching it, um, and uh, especially the second half. The first half was a little bit slow, but the second half I was really into it. So. All right, I'm I'm going. I'm going to give it a Bill and Ted as well. Actually, no. I'm going to go 105. Oh, nice. Oh, it's not there. <laughs> I, I love this film. It's great. I watch it. It's, whenever it's on, I try and watch it. It's And when it was requested, I was literally like, this has been on my list for ages and I've just never been able to sort of fit it in. And then you, you ticked it for me and I was like, yes! <laughs> I'm so excited. So, to be honest, I actually thought all of you might hate it. I, I wasn't familiar, you know, with that any... Any of you might even have an inkling of liking for it, so I'm so excited that some. But of that's you happened like- quite a few times though, where like people have said, "Oh, we're going to give you this film," and because I think you'll hate it. So um, the Spice Girls film. Spice I was, Girls I was, was just about to say, example. yeah, that was given to yeah. us as his piss take. You guys will hate this, and all of us absolutely. We all loved it. it. We, were we were just, just like, like this is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. we, we gave it a great review. Brad, I <laughs> it love it. Good you're- film like this film as well just saying yeah well i love all the dancing films so they're all good this mm. footloose, uh, footloose flash dance um, oh. um uh, dirty dancing dirty dancing not dirty dancing too and havana nights not so great you know we didn't talk about the 2011 remake let's not no we didn't okay good all right <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I, i'll just tick that off yeah talk it's funny because Brad, what, with what you were just saying, or someone was saying about like you know hating a movie. Now, it's, I gave this a really low score, not because I hated this movie. It's not that I hated it. It's not that I sat there and went, "Man, I really don't like this movie." It's just that it, it, man, like it started on a flat line and it never rose for me. You know, like it stayed flat the whole time. Oh, that's what it was. There was nothing that grabbed me. It just started at zero, and like most movies, they start at zero, and then they work their way the way up into the excitement. This just stayed flat the whole time for me. I just so it wasn't that I didn't like it. So like I didn't, you know, I don't hate this movie. I just found it really dull. <laughs> like it just, hmm. didn't, yeah, it's interesting. Well, you, you like, can't move down a flat road, can you, Jules? <laughs> That's very true. Like like um, like we were saying earlier. Like you know, um, you know, I watched the ninth Fast and the Furious movie. God knows why. And I hated that movie. Because I hated it. Oh my god! Because family. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, I really hated that movie. It was awful to watch. Whereas this, like, I you know, if someone said, "What's Footloose like?" I'd be like, "Man, you might like it." You know, like, I'd probably recommend this film, <laughs> believe it or not, because because I would be able to you know pick a you know specific target audience to say, "Hey, I actually think you'd like this film." As I wouldn't, you know, badmouth this film to someone who hadn't seen it. Yeah, but Fast and the Furious. That makes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they go. They go to outer space for God's sake. In a freaking, in a Pontiac Fiero. You know, what? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just do yourself a favor. Don't watch it. So I anyway. 
so yeah, so that's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, like that's that's. I just thought I'd add that to my. I'd tap it onto the end of my score spiel. Mm. Cool. Mm. Very good. So, well, um, Al. Where can you find us, please? Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Sandemus School of Film. You can send us an email at sandemusfilm at gmail.com. You can listen to us on all your podcatchers, which you are currently doing right now, so I don't even really need to mention that. Uh you might even be able to find it on the Sun Theatre social media this week when it's Ooh. well. Yes, true. That's exciting. That's exciting. That's exciting. Have a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, that'll do. Um, yeah, and look, speaking of the Sun Theatre, Chris, do you want to just give us a rundown of the Sun Sessions? The Sun Sessions podcast, which Tim and Al have um, most graciously appeared on a couple of times now, we are on all of the same places. We haven't done an episode for a couple of weeks because there's not a whole lot to talk about, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but we're usually a weekly little podcast chatting about what movies are coming up and all of that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of fun. I Look, I think this is a perfect example of you don't need a whole lot to talk about. <laughs> we base our whole podcast off not talking about much, really. Great show. It's a great show. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I know it's taken a while to get us there. I'm more than happy to come on anytime and recommend, you know, more of my crappy films for you to watch. Delightful. I'm, I'm excited this, already. This is not a crappy yeah. film. <laughs> wow. Cool. The majority of this team. <laughs> next. Next. Oh, next song. Next. Well. Why, why am I worried? Well, <laughs> Jules skipped his turn last time. So I guess if we were playing by the rules, it should be his turn this time. Yeah. Seems yeah. egregiously unfair. <laughs> I'm considering the score. The 3% rating we just got. Uh, but, well, look, maybe. I don't have the worst movie. I'm actually going a little more serious for for my next choice. And I can't remember what year it came out, but it's a recent film. Uh, We're going to do 1917. Oh. Sweet. Is that 2018 and it came out? Yeah. 2018. 1917 came out in 2018. Wrap your head around that. Yeah, cool. Cool, man. Another war film. Yep. Right back back into it. We haven't done many of them, though, have we? Not many war films. No, not not many at all. Yeah, we can do 70 mil at the Sun Theatre. We might have to do that. Uh, Yeah. That'd be be Uh, a good film to watch on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, because I watched it on a plane, I think. So I watched it on the (laughs) smallest of screens. (laughs) That's my line. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You won't be for a while. Yeah. 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 Hey, maybe yeah, you're going the way they are. We won't be watching it at the Sun Theater in a while either. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Go down, buy Choc Tops. Yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. Down in my five Ks. Worth it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll buy you one as well, Brad. Okay. And you know what, Jules? I'm feeling I'll buy you one as well, Jules. <laughs> and then I'll get to my 5K limit and realize that I'll just eat them all. 
Do you have a particular yeah. flavor you guys would like? Oh, boysenberry for sure. Yeah, no, well, I don't just, like boysenberry. Just vanilla, please. Okay. Yeah, I might just get like chalk mint across the board. Oh, chalk mint's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck wins. Chuck wins, please. <laughs> uh, who's the fifth one for? I don't know. Well, all right. Well, Chris, on behalf of us most triumphant dudes, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And clearly, Amy didn't have a mic, but you know, next time <laughs> we'll give her yeah. a mic. You know what? She can't run forever. Um, <laughs> so. Look, what we'll do is we'll come, when everything opens up, we'll come down and we'll do a double header. We'll do Pitch Perfect 3, the pitching. And, <laughs> the pitching. And 1917 at the sun. <laughs> what do you reckon? And then we can we, and then we can interview Amy after because she'll love that. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks, guys, for having me. It's been lots of fun. Awesome. Thank you.